0: Happy Holidays everyone! We have an interesting topic to discuss in today's presentation. We will discuss the dovish pivot of the Federal Reserve and the impact it had on US equities and bonds. Before we start, take a look at the description of this podcast episode where you can find a PowerPoint presentation that I will refer to throughout this presentation. The dovish pivot of the Federal Reserve caused a massive rally on the U.S. bond and equity market. In the past month, the S&P 500 is almost up 5% and the 10-year Treasury yield fell to 3.869%. If you take a look at the first slide of the presentation, you can see the 10-year Treasury yield was as high as 5% at the end of October. In the the December FOMC meeting, Powell did not only sound dovish during his press conference, but the Fed also added one more rate cut to the dot plot, as indicated on slide 2. This was significant because the markets were already pricing in significant rate cuts from the Federal Reserve, which has already caused a significant loosening of financial conditions prior to the Fed meeting. Adding another rate cut to the dot plot hence meant that the Fed was moving closer to market expectations instead of pulling them back. Hence, it is unsurprising that the dovish pivot caused even greater easing of financial conditions. As shown on slide 3, markets are currently pricing a 72.7% chance of a 25 basis point rate cut from the Fed at the meeting in March 2024. What was the effect of the easing of financial conditions? According to calculations from the Apollo's chief economist Torsten Slock, the Fed pivot combined with a one-standard deviation decline in the VIX, a 60 basis point tightening in investment grade spreads since March, and a $20 decrease in oil prices since September will boost GDP growth by 1.5% over the coming quarters. This is shown on slide 4. This means that the dovish pivot could actually cause a re-acceleration in inflation. This raises the question why the Fed turned dovish in the first place. First of all, inflation continues to fall. As you can see on the wonderful chart from Bloomberg on slide 5, on a 6-month annualized rate, core PCE is actually below the Fed's 2% target. Additionally, pressures on the consumer are adding up. Excess savings are being run down, the consumer is faced with higher borrowing costs, and student loan repayments are resuming. Additionally, the interest rate on credit card debt has topped 20%, which has caused credit card delinquency rates to rise across all age groups, which is shown on slide 6. Jerome Powell, the President of the Federal Reserve, has also often warned us about the long and variable lags of monetary policy. We can conclude that due to the fall in inflation and the downside risks to economic activity in 2024, it makes sense that the Fed has decided to adapt a more cautious approach, especially when taking into account that the Fed is focused on engineering a soft landing and adapting a more cautious approach increases the odds of orchestrating a soft landing. But here's the problem. First of all, as we already discussed previously, The dovish pivot of the Fed could have a stimulative effect on economic growth, and hence could put upward pressure on inflation. Additionally, there are factors that could offset the aforementioned factors, putting pressure on U.S. consumers. On the one hand, as inflation falls, real wages will rise, supporting consumer spending. On the other hand, as shown on slide 7, wage inflation is actually expected to re-accelerate which will also support the resilience of the consumer. Bren chief investment officer at Northwest Mutual, highlighted recently, quote, "...wages are the final step before inflation can move sustainably back to 2 percent." Any potential increase in wage inflation, coupled with real wages rising due to declining inflation, could sustain spending, consumer spending, through 2024, especially when you consider that wage growth is now outpacing inflation. This might outweigh the challenges consumers face from increased borrowing costs, the return of student loan repayments, and the running down of excess savings. Essentially, current trends could transform potential downside risks into upside risks, prompting the Fed to lean towards a more hawkish policy stance in 2024 to prevent a renewed surge in inflation. This would mean that markets have to readjust and reassess the outlook for rate cuts in 2024. Additionally, there seems to be a general mispricing in the markets. The markets are priced for as many as six rate cuts from the Fed in 2024, while at the same time the equity market is priced for a soft landing it is highly unlikely that the Fed will implement six rate cuts if the U.S. economy does not fall into a recession. Hence, either the amount of rate cuts priced by the markets are unrealistic or the betting on the soft landing is unrealistic. I hope you enjoyed today's presentation. Stay tuned for tomorrow, because tomorrow we will talk about who will buy all the additional supply of Treasuries in 2024. Have a great day. you